You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Show. Is that what we're using the updates for now? For personal attacks? The Jordan McNair news? No, you know what I'm talking about. What? Propaganda. I don't want to get into it. Why don't we ask our two new guests if they're in your camp or my camp? Okay. Today's pop quiz is brought to you by Victory Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. The winner of today's pop quiz won a pair of tickets to the National, uh, excuse me, to the Negro League Baseball Museum. Today's pop quiz was Elf. It was released in 2003. I wouldn't allow Spectre the satisfaction of pressing play on the movie clip today. We were having a debate, and we'll get into the Chiefs here momentarily, because I said that every man fits in one of these two categories. Either you have run out of deodorant and had to use your wife or girlfriend's, or you stayed over someone's house, didn't bring the essentials, and then you had to use her deodorant. Spectre says he has never worn woman's deodorant before. I'm talking to two real men here. <laughs> I assume at some point you've put on secret. I, I, I'm thinking that I have. I, I remember, I can't really think of a precise story, but yeah, I think I've done it. Uh, absolutely. And I don't see anything <laughs> wrong day. with it. Not fresh fresh dove smells so much better than whatever right guard you're yeah. trying to get me, like some sort of athlete. No. I, got, I got some secret on it. You guys want to smell me or not? I'll well, smell you from here. I, you I, smell I, terrific. I'd like to smell nice. you during the break a little bit right. closer. Right. Yeah. I'll get over there. What's going on in this show? I don't, I don't, I'd like to smell you closer. It's. I mean, it's Arizona Cardinals week. I don't, I don't, I just I, fair enough. enough. I, I, just, fair enough. I, just, I simply came in and told the story that I ran out of deodorant. I was pissed, and so I had to call it audible, and I got my wife's deodorant. I smelled amazing. I asked back if he wanted to smell it or smell it. He said no, and he said he would never wear women's deodorant. And I said, what are you, a gyro? What are you, Italian? What are You're, you from the Mediterranean? Totally defensible. Yeah. Totally defensible. Better wear women's deodorant better to wear women's deodorant than no deodorant that's that's the logic in this i know but specter he doesn't apply that logic right now it is our arrowhead pride round table it is pete sweeney it is joel thorman they are in studio i want to read a text to you guys and get your opinion on it because we were talking to matt miller earlier and the guy texted in gentlemen pump your brakes have you guys ever heard of trap games this is a classic trap game if you think about it you play the cardinals then the rams Last week, I was rolling with the trap game theory on the road at Cleveland. Cleveland, to me, very easily, their record could go another way because of the tie games. If you lose to the Arizona Cardinals, that is not a trap game. That is the worst loss in the 2018-2019 NFL season. There is not a more, there is not a loss worse or possibly worse than losing at home to the Arizona Cardinals, who have only scored more than 20 points one time this season. It's not like Arizona's like a scrappy team like Denver. Like, Denver's not good, but Denver's right. not bad. Arizona only has two wins, and both of them are against San Francisco. Arizona's a bad top three picking football team. This is not a trap game. This is a borderline preseason game, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm I'm totally with you. Uh, the The Chiefs' offense um, been so good that I don't think they have like the. Uh, I don't I don't know. It's not fair to say they they don't have trap games, but like they don't have that that like lower ceiling or whatever. Um, that it seems like Alex Smith's like floor, uh, Chiefs did. Yeah, yeah, floor. Yeah, floor exactly. 
Um, they don't so, have a basement. So yeah, yeah. So, like, I don't see them going that low. And then I don't see Josh – just say Josh Rosen puts up 35 in Kansas City, 35 points. Like, that doesn't – it just doesn't make any sense. So, I see no shot. I, I think you nailed it. I, I think you nailed it. Like, for me, sometimes you just got to look at the quarterbacks. Yeah, exactly. Josh Rosen and Patrick Mahomes, just where they are in their, their careers. And I'm not saying Josh Rosen can't turn it on next year and in, in his second year. But think about it. There is no way in hell Mahomes loses to Rosen. There's just no way. It's a 17-point line. 17 points is so insane. And I look at that line, and I'm thinking, I might bet on the Chiefs. I can see 44-20. I can see them going plus 17. Yeah, I can see them absolutely smoking. And someone on the text, uh, text line says, what about Bills over Vikings? Man, that was earlier in the season, and then Buffalo changed quarterbacks that week, so then Josh Allen gave you a little bit of a boost. And the Chiefs are just a far better team than Minnesota. That's a good that's a good good comeback though. Because but, that was a pretty wild loss by Minnesota. Best like one of the top defenses in the league, Kirk Cousins, clearly, clearly better than uh than Josh Allen. It's I, I agree, but I guess to me though, I think there's a difference. Once we, once we get to November, we know the separation and the clear division amongst teams that the Chiefs are at whatever whatever the highest tier you can have in the NFL is, that's where the Chiefs are. Wherever the lowest tier in the NFL is, that's where Arizona is. And it's not like that's a team in your division. It's not Oakland, that divisional game on the road. All right, maybe right. they can bite you. It's one of those kind of scenarios. If you lose at home to Arizona, there's nothing I want to hear about the end of, oh, we were looking ahead of them. Your C-plus effort should be enough to beat the Arizona Cardinals. And you look at the Chiefs' defense. That's obviously been the biggest weakness. They've looked pretty good against bad offenses, you know, offenses that really wouldn't scare you. for. Uh, like, I expect a good game like we saw against maybe the Jags for the Chiefs' defense where – you're going to look at it and be like, oh, the Chiefs' defense is fixed. No, you just played the Cardinals. You know what I mean? It's going to be one of those games. And then when it comes to their pass uh, defense, uh, the Cardinals I'm talking about, it's pretty good, but we've seen Mahomes exploit and make Bill Belichick look bad. Like, There's no part of this game that should scare you at all, and I think that's why Las Vegas, as Joel said, has us at 17 points. Home game against the Cardinals. They're scoring 40-plus. No way Cardinals are scoring that We're much. talking to Joel Thorman and Pete Sweeney. It's our Arrowhead, round, or Arrowhead Pride excuse me, roundtable. We do each and every uh, Wednesday here on the show. Um, I was saying this, and tell me if you guys agree with me. I think this could be a, a nice little statement game for the defense. And that sounds a little bit crazy because you think, wow, the statement game should come against the Rams. The statement game should come against the Patriots, the Steelers. A, a team, the Saints, a, a team that, that you think can win the Super Bowl. But, man, I'm looking at the numbers on this deal. They are 31st or 32nd in a bunch of key categories on offense. This is a great time for this defense to stomp on a bad offense. So if they hold them like 10 points or less at home, I think that is a step in the right direction. Absolutely, I agree. I think it'll feel really good if they if they uh, if they put twenty eight well on them. Yeah, yeah then you're I starting to worry a little bit. But but there's like the Chiefs' defense is not good enough to to say that they can look past you know Rosen or not. or the Cardinals. So like if you go in and you score you know you you hold the Cardinals to ten points, like I'm feeling great. I don't care that it's the Cardinals. Like yeah. the Chiefs just need some need, need to stack up some some wins on defense. So yeah, I'm with you totally. Um, the I, I just think you can have statement sta- game's not right, but like but yeah, you can have, you can have a statement you game can good about yeah you can feel good about holding an nfl team to 14 points or something like that to me i know david johnson hasn't had the year that we've been used to seeing him but if you can hold this guy to an under 75 yards i think that's a win like to me you can gain a little bit of confidence in certain aspects of the game but if the chiefs 
hold the Cardinals, for example, to 14 points. Yeah, David Johnson still has a big game. To me, that's proven nothing. We already knew they were bad against the run. Yeah, but still, though, I mean, it's like keep a bad team bad. Kick the crap out of a team. You ought to keep the uh, kick the crap yeah. out of them. I, like if you're if like for let's go college basketball analogy. Like last night, I was flipping around. It was North Carolina and Wofford. Mm-hmm. Now I'm worried, and I start getting a little bit concerned if if Wofford's hanging around in that game. And North Carolina stomped them. That's what I want to see out of this Chiefs defense. The Chiefs aren't good enough uh, to say that it's just the Cardinals. Like, yeah, you, can't do you that. know, <laughs> yeah, they're, know they're the, so bad. The, dir- I, the dirty one is coming back, though. Dirty Dan's going to be back out there. I would argue that they are, though. I mean, I, th- at this point of, of, of in, the, in the season, I mean, I would argue that they are good enough and they, they really, I mean, there's almost nothing to be gained. Like, the only thing you could do if you're the Chiefs this weekend is lose. It's like, it's, it's lose-lose. You should win by what? Over 17 points, and if God forbid it's closer, you lose. People are going to be like, "Whoa, was this team for real?" Like, there's nothing they really gain. It's game. it's if it's 38, 35, Chiefs win. There's panic in Kansas. Absolutely, City. and there should be. There should be. I do, but see, I disagree with you, Pete. I think there's a lot to gain in this game. You're going to get reps for guys like Dorian O'Daniel, Breland Speaks, Dirty Dan's coming back. Um, I want to see if Tano can make an impression. It's a preseason game for you. Get yeah, your backups that, in. So like, th- th- get reps of, in. But seriously, that's what I mean. And, and, and if the and if the Chiefs are up big late. If, and I'm, I'm with CDOT. I think this is this is a glorified preseason game. Get your starters out of there in the fourth quarter. Pull them. If it's 35-3, to three, get their asses out of the Pete, game. But, Brad, though, I guess, I guess maybe to Pete's and I point, because that's where we're at. If you and I are at the point where we're talking about this like a glorified preseason game where it's get starters out, I mean, you were confirming, I guess, what me and Pete said. Right. There is nothing to gain good from this. There's nothing the Chiefs can do you to can make get a me lot feel of good any. There's nothing they can do to make you, me feel any different you, about it. Only bad things can happen because if this team loses to Arizona, I cannot consider them Super Bowl contenders. A team that can realistically win the Super Bowl does not lose at home to the Arizona Cardinals. I, I just, have the 31st defense in the league. If they if they play well on Sunday, I'm going to be cheering that, and I think yeah, that's a positive. Yeah, you, you, get a, you get a ton of things out of preseason games. You get reps for guys that need it. You know, I mean, you, you're telling me, like, let, God forbid D Ford goes down. You're telling me you don't want to have Breland Speaks and Tano Passano get as many reps as you want? I mean, come on now. You can get some really, really good stuff out of this. Game. Agreed, but I'm, I'm saying is that's never how we look at regular season NFL yeah. games. We never watch NFL games like, you know what I'm really looking forward to today? Watching the second team guys <laughs> get some action. I can't wait to watch Breland Speaks today. Huh? We never Count watch snaps. regular season per- games. We never watch regular season games per- like that. Perfect example, when the Chiefs were set to play the Chicago Bears, the day before the Chicago Bears announced they're not going to play their starters. It's going to be Chase Daniel in the twos. At that point, what that game became is you can only have bad things happen because the Chiefs should dominate that game and should should win because their starters are playing for most of it. And if somehow Chase Daniel and the Bears do well, you're like, well, what's wrong with the Chiefs' first team? And guess what happened? You felt really bad after that game because Chase Daniel ran a clinic that day. You know what I mean? So it's the same thing here. I mean, you want to compare it to a preseason game. If that were to happen on Sunday, you're like, well, are the Chiefs who we really thought they were? Maybe they aren't. Yeah, I, I look at this game and... A real Super Bowl contender does not lose at home to Arizona. The game could even be closer than you think, and I won't really fault him. Like, let's say that the Chiefs win this game 30-24. to I'm not coming on here and crushing the Chiefs. I think you were clearly looking past Arizona. Let's just move on to the Rams game. You got way bigger fish to fry. There's just no way you can lose this game. You can come out here and play a D effort. Mahomes throws two interceptions, and it's clear that they're just kind of messing around, getting ready for the Rams. You cannot lose this game under any circumstances in my mind. What time do the backups come out? Never. Fourth quarter. I mean, Andy seriously. Andy he doesn't Reed bring is, him out. Yeah, he Andy doesn't do doesn't that. want to bring him out. He doesn't do that. I, I, I'm with you. But here's the other thing, too. You don't want to be rolling into Mexico City 
you know, lacking confidence after you after you get you play tight against against the Cardinals. You know what I mean? I think they'll I, be up for that game, the Mexico City game, no matter what. Course, like even if course. they lose this game, that's still going to be a big big time game. They are not. They just won't. They're not losing this game. I don't. No. I can't. I can't explain it any any. I mean, it just. It almost seems impossible, which is great. I mean, that's a great thing for this this version of the Chiefs. This just kind of feels like last week Chicago and Buffalo. You know, like you knew going into that game, Buffalo ain't winning this game. <laughs> right. And maybe that. Maybe in Chicago they were trying to find ways. You know, man. Hey, that that defense is kind of good. No, you're gonna smoke <laughs> the Buffalo Bills because Nathan Peterman's their quarterback, and they're not a good football team. Arizona has only scored 20 points one time in 2018. That's not a team that can beat the Chiefs. If, if you can't score 20 consistently, you have a 0% chance of beating the Kansas City Chiefs. Coming up on the other side, we'll talk about Sammy Watkins' injury. Are you guys worried? And the return of Daniel Sorensen and Pete as the keeper of the when was the last time Eric Berry practiced? I have a question to ask you about his injury coming up. Sounds good. Back in on the drive, we're here with the guys from Arrowhead Pride, Pete Sweeney, Joe Thorman. I want to read this text to you guys on the Protein House Eat With The Purpose text line. The Chiefs won't admit it, but this is a game they are only going to use old plays. First and second install only, only putting nothing new on film. All I'm looking for here is a W. That's where I'm at with this game. 100%. I I think it will be a pretty boring uh, game when it comes to... You know, Andy has those cool plays, the first 15 you yeah. know, script that he has. I don't think there's going to be anything cool like that. They'll, think, they'll get up 30-3 to three and sit back, and I'll, I'll be sitting there in the third quarter thinking, do I really have to watch this entire game? I took a nap of the fourth quarter last, last week, and everybody was making fun of me. So, but, right, well, rightfully. Thankfully. To, to be clear. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I think the only intrigue of this is I can see Andy maybe doing some things to ensure that Mahomes gets uh, Lynn Dawson's record at home. I could see them doing that. Yeah, that he's at twenty nine. What is Lynn's record? Thirty two. No, 30. 30? 30. So, right. I, there, there's some some thought out there where Andy Reid doesn't care about all the records and stuff. But then again, he'll play Mitch Schwartz in a meaningless game so he keeps a streak, and then allows Kareem Hunt to he, run for the rushing title. Absolutely pedal. cares. He thinks about, about that, stuff. that stuff. So that's a that's not a bad thought. So yeah. does Ted Cruz go over and tap Andy on the shoulder down on the sidelines, or is that Brad G's job, or how does that work? He used to work over there. I think he knows going into the week. <laughs> <laughs> I think he knows. Wherever the cameras. A little close Don't to the midterms for a Ted Cruz reference. Ted Cruz. <laughs> <laughs> he won last night, by the way. Uh, I want to get you guys' opinions on a couple of things here. Daniel Sorensen is back. I kind of feel like we overvalue Daniel Sorensen. I kind of feel like he's just secondary Frank Zombo a little yes, bit. Yes, we thought he was going to get – there was talk of him getting cut before this season. He is not a savior at all. Like, I'm glad that they have a – he's almost like Ron Parker to me. Like, hey, guy knows the scheme. Um, you know, he's not like a total rookie, so probably won't find him completely out of position, but he's not going to, like, save the day or anything like that. Talk, so. talk about a guy who could use some secret deodorant. I mean, my guy is dirty. He is filthy. Dirty. He is dirty. Do Dan you set this Sorensen? up? Oh, my God. Every week. <laughs> Talk about a guy that's dirty. How come he doesn't have like a deodorant endorsement in Kansas City? He's got to have something, doesn't he? Because he's an average football oh, player. Oh, yeah, there's that part of it. You know, he's <laughs> he, he's slightly, I think he's like slightly, slightly above average, but he's a little bit of an upgrade over uh, a Ron Parker, probably over an Eric Murray. But he, yes, I, I completely agree. That's I, just such a low bar to clear. He's an upgrade over Ron Parker and Aaron Murray. The benefit is the he, lowest bar you can clear. <laughs> the thing that was interesting to me, though, when I asked Bob Sutton about him, I think it was a week or two ago, and, and he said that Sutton plays... Uh, certain roles for the team where he's almost like two and one. He could do a lot of different things, and he offers that variety. Whereas I think Ramey or Ron Parker and Eric Murray is a little bit more one dimensional. Like 
there's a real hybrid aspect to what Danny Sorensen can my, do. My initial take is that he's going to help the run D a little bit, and then I just get these flashes of running backs like zipping past him in the, that playoff game last year. So I'm 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 not very <laughs> I'm not very optimistic that this is going to be a game changer. Barry, Give me an Eric Berry, and that's a game changer. That's I'll the buy difference. That. That's the difference maker. It's Eric Berry. I mean, you bring Dan Sorensen, it's just a different version of what you kind of already have. The dirty one's versatile, though, right? <laughs> He's yeah. Versatile. No, the 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 Chiefs aren't in a, in a position to to you know um, say that this doesn't matter at all. Like clearly they've been struggling defensively, so this is like a good thing. But I don't think he's going to be the savior. Like I'd, I'd rather have him than not. But Pete, you were in the building over there. Why did he get the nickname Dirty Dan? <laughs> I think it's just the way he plays. And then there was he's a moment. Gritty. I believe it was the, 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 the way that Moxie? people started to figure this out is the he has one pick six in his career. And then when he got the pick six, the teammates on the on the side were chanting "Dirty Dan, Dirty Dan." And then it, and finally the media asked and said, "This is what you guys really call him?" That's it. Which is funny because he's like a very family oriented guy from BYU type of deal. Yeah, that man is dangerous. You can't be an average player and get a nickname. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. not how nicknames work. I'm not calling you dirty. Your name is Daniel Swords, and that's how you'll be addressed on this show. What about Chase Finesse Daniel? Oh, that's different, though. <laughs> Sam, Sam first ballot finesse Bradford is stealing you, NFL money. Chase do you Daniel, think he like, likes the nickname? Do you, do you think he's, like, telling his friends, yeah, you know, I'd they call him. me Dirty Dan back in Kansas City, and they're like, Daniel, that's, that's, what do you mean? It's better than, like, Flower Dan. Dirty I want to be Dirty Dan, Dan. You know what I mean? Dirty Dan. There it is. <laughs> there's that. There's that. Pete went up and I we, they, they called Jordan Lucas Lucas Locomotive. And Pete goes up and talks to Jordan Lucas about it. And he's like, well, if you guys come up with another nickname, let me know. <laughs> no, we ain't giving you no other nickname. You're Jordan hop, Lucas. Hop on the Lucas locomotive hype train, baby. Sack City, USA. Okay. Oh, all right. Boy. All right. Oh, let's boy. let's get some order here. Uh, Sammy Watkins, is he Eric Berry day-to-day or normal NFL player day-to-day? So when in Kansas City, this is how we do it in Kansas City. If you're literally day-to-day, that means you're missing at least 100 days of practice. If, <laughs> okay. you're, if you're regular Is that what he's at now? You, you're actually day-to-day. How many days did you look it up? How many 88. Days? So we got 12 until the party. Uh, yeah. 100 days of no Eric Berry, so we can't wait for we that. We got some streamers coming down, or what are we, what are we doing here? Pinatas? <laughs> Maybe some Tecate. Aren't you guys brought oh, by Tecate? 12, 12 days. That's every day. That's the day of the Rams game, 12 days away. Maybe they're timing, for, timing his return for a big surprise he ain't here. coming back until the Chargers game on December 13th. Put it in your... I need an Eric Berry I mean, like, sting-like they, interest coming from the Raptors in, at, the, at the start of the in game. In college, I, we used to do a power hour, but if you were really feeling it, you would do the century, you know, so sure. it's an extra 40 minutes of the, the beer shot. So maybe yeah, at this point, days. they're like, you know, why don't we just wait for the 100 days? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just wait for it. Forget the team. That sounds like a first-class trip to alcohol poisoning, <laughs> which you just described. An extra 40 minutes of the power hour. The century, hour. baby. Why would the century? You? Round it up. Nice round number. Triple Central digits. New York. Nothing better to do. Just sounds absolutely terrible. Hello, I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation, and I want to tell you about my new show, It Seemed Smart. It Seemed Smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, seemed smart at the time. Those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain, or, I don't know, maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission. Or even stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out. And if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. Don't do anything smart. Hey. 
Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the PropG podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a PropGPod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the PropGPod wherever you get your podcasts. more to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.